Welcome to the Ready or Not podcast. My name is Greg. And my name is Maggie. And welcome back. Um, another week, another podcast. Uh, we've been doing pretty well with all of this stuff. Um, trying to keep up with the schedule and actually trying to put out episodes at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, making it a routine, making it a thing, making sure I'm getting my editing done throughout the week to make sure we have episodes ready to go. All that good stuff. And we're trying to pre-record some. That way we have a nice little catalog in case, you know, some, something comes up. Absolutely. So, since the last time we've talked, a few things probably has happened, so we'll just go ahead and kind of roll that into the the episode this week. Um, Anyway, Maggie has a huge list of ideas and topics for this podcast. She made it a while ago, (laughs) and every episode before we record, or every week before we record, Maggie's like, well, what's the topic? I'm like, well, you're the one with the podcast topics. You're the one with the list. You're the one with that. So I just want to feel out. What are we feeling? (laughs) Yeah. And usually it's a last-minute decision still, Mm -hmm. no matter what, of on Maggie's um, whole repertoire of topics that she has. Um, But this week... um, we wanted to think, well, we both were thinking, like, we're bouncing around a couple ideas, but um, we thought about communication, ultimately. Um, and and you, you, left out, you left a great point out earlier about it when we brought, when we were talking about it. You said, um, what do you, like, what about communication? Yeah. And that's, that's interesting because I feel like that's such a broad topic. Yeah, um, absolutely. You said like negative communication, positive communication, and again, we're only trying to fill an hour here. Um, but I feel like you can go on about communication for hours yeah. at a time. Um, so I think as we go through this episode, it'd be best just to kind of stay on at least two of the topics: maybe healthy communication and non-healthy communication. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, communication is something that we we definitely use all the time. Oh yeah, it's part of every interaction. Like not you in, have in your life. Not even there's nonverbal communication. Yeah, but I mean so. <laughs> like I'm and I mean like so some relationships are based around a bunch of other things. Some relations are based around family. Some relationships are based around um, sex, for instance. Um, some people just have that like one main thing about the relationship. I think we have a lot of things, but I think the number one thing in our relationship is the way we communicate. Just how we both understand each other. How we both understand what the other one's saying, sometimes without even saying it. And I feel like we've, I mean, simply today, we went out to the store, right? Yeah. And we both had this intrusive thought of squeezing something. <laughs> and I squeezed one, you squeezed the other. And that was like, you get it. It's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, when you, when you said, like, we're the same person, I didn't really think that. My, I, my head went to was, Oh, she gets why. Like, she gets it. Like, why you want to do it. Okay, we weren't squeezing random things. There was a little package of... They were like wafers. I don't know what it was. But you could see them, and it looked almost like a bubble. And I had seen Greg looking at them, but then I kind of looked away. And I looked back, and I saw the other package, and I just went to touch it, and I just popped it. And Greg goes... (laughs) I just did that to the other one. And I pointed to it. Yeah. And he pointed to it. And that's when I was like, dude, we're like the same person. We and, just and, let our intrusive thoughts get the best of us today. And that's when, um, the funny thing was, is that after, in my head, and I didn't say to you right now, but like thinking back on it, I was like, oh, you get it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So like you do things that I do, or I do things that you do. And I'm just like, oh, you get it. Like it's one of the, it's one, it's one of the best feelings in the world when somebody that not only you love, but your partner just gets it. Just like, it's it's such a little thing to pick up on, but I wanted to use something very recent that just happened, (laughs) but that happens a lot of times where you'll think of something, I'm like, I literally was just thinking about that. Yeah. Like, it's like, you get it. It's one of those things that are really, really nice. Oh, absolutely. And one thing I can say is, I think that was the biggest thing for us very early on. I think it was only like maybe a couple months in, we had had a conversation where I had said, this is the first relationship I've had that has had nothing but healthy communication. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, dealing with past relationships where there was a lot of unhealthy ways of communication, such as like isolation or berating or, you know, ignoring or just things like that. I think that's something that I hadn't experienced in this relationship and it's all been open and, 
what do you need from me? What can I do for you? Things like that. And, um, yeah, we kind of, I just remember us having that conversation very early, like a couple months on, I feel like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, no, absolutely. And, you know, I think we've had, had negative communication. Oh you know, yeah, I mean, we're, we're human. Uh, yeah. I mean, there was times to where, you know, I would try to say something and try to explain it and you wouldn't, you wouldn't, um, sorry. Um, and you wouldn't understand what I was trying to say in that particular moment or something. And I, you, you would, the one thing I would say about you is that you asked me to clarify. What, what, is, what does that mean, Greg? Yeah, because like, I don't want to misinterpret well, what a, you're saying. Well, that's the thing. Like, what does that mean? What What are you trying to say? And and I think that's one of the um, things we're really dealing with right now is my um, lack of my my um, not lack of my um, overuse of vague terminology is the best way to say it. Um, right now, we're dealing with a huge issue. I'm dealing with a huge issue in my life, and of course, so it's, it's our issue. it's it's an our issue. It's a family issue. Um, I'm having issues with my mother, and and we can go into that in another episode of, of in laws and stuff and, and family about like a whole series. Yeah, in like... family. But for instance, there's many times where I just go, I'm done, and and in your head, mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done means when you say I'm done, it means I'm done. It means you're cut off. We no longer speak. We no longer associate. We are no longer talking about this. I'm done. I am through. We're done. When you say I'm done, you mean... Something completely different. You mean something completely different. You mean I'm done. Like your feelings are done. with. You're done handling this current situation, but you know you're going to come back to it. Yeah. That that's where we see things very differently, and that has caused issues in our relationship. Because for me, that I'm done means something very, very different than yeah. what it means for you, and that's caused like a "well, you lied to me" type of situation. No, he didn't lie to me. He just views that very differently than I view that. I've used the way I s- hate the way you use "I'm done." Though I'm gonna yeah. be honest. Oh no, and, and I understand but that's that. because there's a difference in yeah. use. Yeah. And that's why, like, recently I've been trying to not really say I'm done. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to stick with more, like, I just can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, there, there's the lack, like, I never, I have a problem giving up on people. I think that's... I think you have a problem not giving up on people, but... What do you mean not giving up on, like, um, wait, hold on. Pause the episode. What do you mean not giving up on people? Your mother. Well, yeah. Okay. So again, this goes back to my mom. But what do you like? You I don't. Def- you haven't given up on her, though. You said yeah. you're done. You won't hear my voice again. We're through. Okay. So you're inter- you're interpreting, but what you're I'm not saying. giving up on her because you still circle back. No, I know. So you're, but you're interpreting something completely different than what I'm saying. Well, what are you? Saying? So like when I'm saying I have a problem giving up on people, that means like I have a problem being like I'm done. Like I'm I'm out. Like oh, this is it. Like but then you don't mean it. No, I'm saying I have a problem actually giving up on people. Like deep down, oh, deep down okay. in my deep, yeah, deep down in my soul, like I have like I, I thought you were saying I have a problem giving up people. Like I, from what I took, I said giving up on people. Yes, but I took that as I have a problem giving up on people, meaning I give up on everybody. Oh no, that's what I took no, that as. No. I'm like you have a problem not giving up on people. No, that's, that's what I mean. Like I mean, like I see somebody make a mistake, and I'm like. You know, in my eyes, people can change. And that's um, where we differ. I, I don't think people can change. Well, the only reason I... You know, here's why I think people yeah, can change. Here's why I think people can change. This episode may be never be about communication, but that's okay. <laughs> um, here's why I think people can change. I think I'm a perfect example of that. Of people can grow and people can change. From who I was five years ago, ten years ago... Well, five years is kind of a broad statement now, but ten, let's just use five. Yeah, five. I'm a completely different person than I was five years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't hold the same values or mm-hmm. morals that I did 10 or 15 years ago. At one time, drinking was a nothing. If you drink, I want nothing to do with you. But now, my views have completely changed. My, I hang, I have a friend. My, my friend, his parents drink, um, especially, especially his dad, not an alcoholic, but... I was in that environment. I would go there every once a year to the Ohio State Michigan game and everybody would be drunk and I wasn't and that was fine. But like, I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. This isn't the worst yeah. thing in the world. And then you drink occasionally 
occasionally, once every like five months, you have one uh-huh. drink. <laughs> um, you emphasize it. A certain someone said I'm an alcoholic. Well, yeah, and I just want to say that like Maggie's not just pounding back drinks every day when she gets home. She's getting hammered. Yeah, no, we have. I literally we bought Malibu and it's been in there for over a year now. Yeah, I don't even know if it's any good. It probably needs to be tossed. Um, <laughs> and that was just for you to make some your. Malibu sunrise, and you made like three of them in 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 a year. year (laughs) Um, So, actually, you made two. I made one, and that was like okay. But anyways, but but off of that, but what I'm saying is like my view, and and like before, I used to be very very lazy. You can ask my dad that. I used to be very very lazy. I would sit at home all day. I would play video games. I was like, I was your day basic like nerd in the basement, living Mm -hmm. in his mom's basement, overweight. I had no, I had no path in wanting to learn anything. I didn't, I dropped out of high school. Like all these things, like I was quote unquote a loser and I completely changed everything around. I completely became a whole new person. My values changed. My morals changed. Since getting with you, my values and morals changed. This recent scenario going on with my mother, things have changed in the way my head's been working. Um, in terms of how I perceive things. But I think, but here's where we think we differ. Using people can change. But it's all based on our own experiences, correct? Yeah. So you think people can change for the better because of yourself. You've changed into a better person. Well, I don't think it's just, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I don't think it's just my experiences. Because right now I'm taking a theories of personalities class. Mm -hmm. And there's many instances, and I wish I can just pop them off the top of my head, which ones I'm talking about, but where you can see personality differ. Personality Mm -hmm. changes, people grow and continue in the the shift of personality. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to grow. Your shift in personality. Yes. I'm not the same person I was five years ago. I'm not saying it was a drastic difference, but in my own self-esteem and behavior, that's different. You're supposed to grow and change. Yeah. But I think when I say people don't change, I think of the negative side of that. If you were a cheater, you're always a cheater. That's how I see it. If you have abused people in the past, you're always going to be an abuser. Okay. I think that's where I'm more of like... That's something that I've always seen, and I don't think people grow and change from that, because once that's so deeply embedded, it's very hard to come out of. But, okay, so my my, my question would be, like, let's look at criminals. Mm-hmm. What about somebody who robs or murders, for and they do that once, because maybe they were poor and they need to feed their family, or maybe somebody hurts somebody they love and they murder them. But, again, them. it's situational, and like I just said. Yeah. It's situational. It's situational, so people, but people can change. But, like, you think you can't just say, like, somebody that murders. Like, for example, let's use a serial killer. Yeah. That's somebody that has murdered numerous times intentionally mm-hmm. versus somebody that hit someone with their car and murdered them. Okay. Like, it was accidental. Yeah. I don't think that person is a cold-blooded murderer. Yeah. If it was an accident. But you don't think that people can cheat and change at all? Like, nobody who ever cheated can change and be like, here's... I mean, they may have. I just know in my experience, everyone that's ever cheated on me still continuously cheats, cheats. on their partners. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, what if it was a scenario... And, and this is, like, again, I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to display no, what you're saying. I'm more, I'm more or less, like, for instance, like, say, this per uh, Jack and Jill were in a relationship. And Joe was just really neglecting Jack, and Jack just didn't feel emotionally connected, but still loved her. And he and somebody was giving Jack all this attention, and he ends up, you know, not really thinking clearly because he's like, "Oh my god, like this is what I remember me and Joe used to be like." You know, everything's mm-hmm. you know fresh, and and I feel listened to, and this stuff. And then he cheats, and then he really, oh my god, that was a mistake. Like I can't believe I did that. I know what I was doing. There's so many steps I have to do with like that. Admits it to Joe. Joe breaks up with him, and he's like, I will never hurt anybody like that again. Like, I mean, that's a hypothetical, but I'm pretty sure that's got to have happened. I'm sure it has happened, and I'm sure people do change from that. I, when I think of cheating, I think of intentional cheating. Intentional, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you love me, I love you, I'm being sneaky, well, cheating on you. I think Because all, I just want to be with other people. Even though I just used that example, to me personally, I think all cheating is intentional. There's such so many layers to have to cheat. Like, to actually, like, the stereotypical cheating, like, sleeping with somebody. Like, the amount of stuff you have to go through to get there while in a relationship. Like, there's so many times where you can stop yourself right in the middle and be like, hey, this might not be a good idea. Yeah. 
Like, I don't think it ever just happens. You're not in a club and you meet somebody and you're dancing and you're like, I really like you, I really like you, and you just start fucking right there. Like, there's no instant. There's, like, going back to your place or talking and, like, there's there's a lot of, like, go, opening the door and going inside and kissing and, and before the clothes get taken off and right before penetrate. Like, there's so many moments where you can stop and be like, hey, this is... I could stop this. Hey, this is wrong. Yeah. There, yeah. there are many moments. So I think all cheating is intentional. I'm just saying that there's somebody who could have done it intentionally and been like, that was a shitty thing to do. And I realize that now. I didn't realize that with the person I was because I was that person. I thought it was cool. I thought it was ever. But now I realize I'm hurting people. I don't want to hurt people. So they they stop it. They're like, I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's got, it's it's possible, right? Yeah. I don't know how we got here from communication, but... No, I'm just... I'm just well, my thing... My whole thing was... Is that I was talking about, like... I, back to I have problem giving up on people. I think... I, I'm a hopeless optimistic, I guess, where I'm like... If I can just make them listen. Or have them understand what I'm saying. Then everything's going to be okay. But you can't make people listen. And that's that's where my issue lies. Oh, that's yeah. My issue. That's where my <laughs> issue lies. And again, unhealthy communication where I'm sitting there and I'm just pounding away at this issue that I'm like, it's staring you dead in the face and you're not the only one that can see it. I mean, I'm, you're the only one who can't see it. Everyone else sees it. You're the only one and you tell them this and they're like, no, you're the problem. And you're like, wait a second. How do you get that? Like, I don't understand how all this evidence could be presented to you and you're like, yeah, that's not that's not what happened. I got you on video, but you don't. But it do, do right there. Like <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. It just doesn't. I I I feel like because I, I I guess it's like with us, right? If you're presented with a situation and I come to you and I'm like Maggie, here's what happened. Here's how it happened. Here's why I'm upset about it. You'll be like, Oh yeah, I did that. That makes sense. Okay, let me fix that. Or I apologize. Or yeah, well of course you apologize. But I'm saying like, I'm saying, but if you're presented with it, you're like. Well, I can't deny that. You have the proof right there. But I don't need the proof. That's the thing. Normal people don't need proof. Well, for instance, so <laughs> Maggie and I, depends on if you want to have this as a healthy conversation, we we use very childish language in our relationship sometimes. Like what? To be, well, it's more friendly than it is trying to be mean. Because, like, when Maggie's a little upset, I don't go, <laughs> I, here's the thing, I don't go to Maggie, I go, wow, you're... You're being an asshole right now. Or, hey, you're, you're being pissy. Like, I'm not, I never, I'm like. He Mag- never says that to I'm me. Maggie, you're being a grumpy butt. Like, <laughs> and I, it's friendly and I want you to know, like. And then my, I'm like, I'm not grumpy. Yeah, but I'm like, but you are being grumpy and you're being, and I just want you to know that. And then you'll realize, like, well, I'm sorry, I didn't want, I'm not trying to be grumpy. Okay, so tell me why you're grumpy. No, the one thing that you do, if I get particularly <laughs> a little nasty, you go, Ew. <laughs> and I'm like, that's when I know that I've said something to upset you. Because <laughs> sometimes, yeah, I do get an attitude. I'm, I'm human. I get moody. Yeah. I, I have my moments. I try, and I will, I will emphasize, I haven't always been very good at communication. I have had a very tough time communicating my feelings. And there have been times that I have let my emotions get the best of me and I've raised my voice or I've straight up yelled at you Mm -hmm. and I feel awful. I hate, that is not a way to communicate with your partner is to yell at them. I think we should share a little story about communication Um, and not to paint Maggie in a negative light here. Oh my God. What story is this? Hold on. So there was Chipotle, your house, third date. Okay. Pittsburgh. Oh my god. <laughs> Your friend's birthday. Yes. So for a week and a half, we pl- after I stayed with you for like two days, I said, you said, well, I'm not going to be available next weekend or whatever. You said, because I'm going to be in Pittsburgh. And I said, I'll make the drive. I don't have to stay for the whole birthday party, but why can't we just have a little quick lunch? I'll make that drive just to see you. I just wanted to see you. Yeah. And bring you flowers. Maggie was in her particularly grumpy butt mood uh, <laughs> this day. Um, I was stressed. She I was, was planning a stressed. whole birthday party and I felt like I was doing it alone. <laughs> so I was she a little was, stressed. She was coming up with all these ideas and trying to capture everything perfectly for uh, her friend. Was it, was it her 21st birthday? It was her 21st birthday. Her 21st birthday that they were having at their other friend's house. And 
I was like, well, what can I do to help? Like, I just want to be here with you. I don't care what we're doing. I don't care if it's not dinner. I don't. I will happily put the tent up. I will come up with solutions. I will help you do what needs to be done. Like, I just wanted to be around you because, like, this was fresh. This was new. I wanted to get to know you and more and stuff like that. And, like, it was the next day. And you call me. You're like, I'm sorry. I said, for what? You're like, I was such an ass to you. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to deny that, but you know what? I knew I knew there was stress. I know you didn't handle it properly, but that's where I think you've taken that. And you're like, you take that scenario, and sure, you have those relapses of doing that, but you take that scenario and you say, how can I not do that again? Mm-hmm. How can I tell Greg right away, I'm upset. Here's why I'm upset. Not let's Not let's be distant, not let's be grumpy, and then try, well, to, try to get in that mindset. And I will say, I... I feel like I am very much a people pleaser. So, like, there will be things that, like, I'll sit there on it and I won't say anything because I want you to say that you want that to do that thing, too, mm-hmm. before I bring it up. Be- and then, or I'll bring it up a couple times and then you still don't say you want to do it. And I'm, like, so mad that you just <laughs> won't say that you want to do it, too. Um, so, I just, I do get a little grumpy, but I think that we have grown from that and I think at the same time like you can tell me like you'll be like Max what's wrong and yeah. I'm like nothing and you're like mm. well I know when something's wrong with you I know there's something wrong with you and I'm like okay so anyways like I feel like I, we have opened that door to communication in order to communicate and I think for me the biggest thing has been you know if I am upset with you it's just taking those moments yeah to be like um because I don't ever want to say something that I'm going to regret. Oh, absolutely. And so I think it's better for me to just take a moment. Our first date, for example. Okay. Do you remember our first date? I do remember our first date, but I'm trying to... Oh, with my mother? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Greg was on the phone with his mom, and she had said something particularly nasty You are about more than me. welcome. Um... Okay, if you're comfortable she with it, of basically said, "Have fun. Uh, <laughs> don't get any STDs from that whore." And I just started bawling. Yeah, this woman had never met me before. This was literally our first date, and I remember I was so upset, I was so distraught, and I just looked at Greg and I said, "I just need a minute." And I like went outside to my car <laughs> and just sat there, and. I came back in. I was calm. I was composed. We were able to talk about it and enjoy the rest of our day. Yeah. But sometimes I need to do that. And I don't say I need to walk away because I'm trying to isolate you or abandon you. No, I get it. And I try not to leave, actually, now. I don't think, besides our first date, I don't think you've ever just left. Left. I try not to leave because that's a very isolating feeling. And I wouldn't like that if we were arguing and you walked away from me. Yeah. But I think I do turn away for a moment to, like, let me catch my breath for a minute. I, but I think it's okay to be like, hey, I just need a minute away. Because, like, like it's 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 crappy to say this, but, like, say we're arguing and you said something particularly nasty to me. And I'm just like, I'm going to step away. Because right now, my issue is you. Yeah, we're not communicating effectively at that point. Yeah, so, like, let's meet, let me go away. Let we me, can regroup and we can and come, come back, back together, and we can we can be like, hey, okay, so like, I, I've had time to think about what you said. Here's what I didn't like. Here's what I didn't appreciate. If you have some issues, like that's, I feel like that's the appropriate way to do. It. I think if you, here's my thing. Again, well, communication here. So, do you think it's okay to walk away? Like, actually, like I'm going to take a drive. I think it depends on the argument. Truthfully. Okay. I think I could have handled our first date a little differently, but truthfully, we were still well. We were brand new; we didn't know each other, and I didn't want to burn that bridge before it started. Yeah, and then, but I think currently, like, unless it was a situation where it was like really getting out of control, Mm -hmm. which we've never had an argument like that. No, but if it was like really, really getting crazy, I would, I would feel better to walk away. But I don't think we've ever had an argument where I've been that upset to walk away. No. I think that most of the time we can have an argument and calm ourselves effectively in order to have that conversation. And I think that we do a really good job at communicating like, hey, I didn't appreciate you doing this. Yeah. I didn't appreciate the way you spoke to me. 
I didn't appreciate the way this was handled. And I think that using those words creates that open dialect to further an argument. It's not even an argument at this point. You're, I mean, it is an argument, but you're arguing effectively. Yeah. You're not arguing just argue. We, I mean, that's one of the things I think we're so good at. And I'm not trying to brag here on the podcast. Like, oh my trying, god, we're he's so trying good. to flex. I'm just saying, I think we're so good at because I've I've seen a lot of arguments. It never gets personal. No, we stay I, on topic. We don't ever like. That's why you have. You're like. You're not that smart. Like that. You never like. There's never. That's why you dropped out of high school. Yeah, like <laughs> there's never a personal attack to make to be like I won. Yeah. We're never trying we, to win. Because the problem is, is we're, like, we're not on separate teams. Yeah. We're on the same team. It's not you versus me. It's you and me versus this problem. Yeah. And I think that that's where a lot of people have issues when it comes to arguing effectively. They're not arguing effectively. They're seeing it as a me versus you. Yeah. And instead of like, a me I'm right, and wrong. you... Versus the problem. And actually, I had a, I hated this, but I had a professor who, she was like, I always give this, every every couple this advice, argue naked. Argue what, do you, naked. what do you think about that? Argue naked. I don't know how you would take that seriously. You wouldn't. I mean, so you would never resolve anything. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, mean, I would like, I would see you. Right? Could you imagine being so mad at me and like just stripping down naked and be like, how dare you? <laughs> like, no. I don't think you would resolve anything. Honestly, I personally, I, the way I like to handle an argument is you and I sitting, making eye contact so you can read my body language. Mm-hmm. You can read how I'm reacting to you and how I'm reacting, you know, you're reacting to me, I'm reacting to you. And I like to end our argument with, are we okay? Yeah. Can I have a hug? I love you very much. Yeah. You, that's what you do. I don't think arguing naked would solve anything. I've never heard of that. You've I've never heard, heard that? This I've, teacher has I've, said this all the time. I've never heard that. I have heard, however, though, um, like when like you somebody's going to try to fight you, just start stripping because then they'll they think you're too crazy and they won't fight you. I've heard that, but I've never heard like, let's no, argue, argue naked. naked. I've never no. heard that. I mean, that's, gonna be, that's very well possible. Like, that's a thing, apparently, that I've never heard, so... I just couldn't First imagine time. us me being mad at you and being like, "Let me just take off all my clothes." Because like, like, if we're upset, I don't. I think the last thing I'm thinking about is like, "Oh, how can I get these clothes off?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm more thinking about us like, we need to solve this because yeah. and, and you know, that was a great point. Like, because when you know you see these arguments all the time, even online, like yeah. with politics and stuff, it's us versus you. It's no, we're all collectively in this system. Yeah. Why we're just we're arguing for a better system and yeah. like that's where I think it's perfect idea for for you and I when we were talking like what you just said it's like this is a we're all in the team sport yeah like if this is a team mm-hmm. like we're both players on the same team and we're like okay how can we beat this problem not how can I make sure you feel awful at the end of this and you make like, you know what Greg you were right. Like, I don't care to be right. I don't care to be right. I am very quick to admit that I was wrong. Yeah. And... I'm working on it. You are. I don't think you have an issue being wrong. That's the thing, though. I don't think I have an issue being wrong. I think I have an issue being wrong when I'm passionate about something. I think you have a very strong hold on your beliefs and on your views that like you you're respectful and you'll hear my side but I think or somebody else it doesn't matter whose side but you still feel so strongly in yours you know what I mean yeah that it's like well I've told you what the first day I met a lot of my, my my opinions and stuff are based off the knowledge I've gained from yes but everybody has different knowledge and different experiences they do and I'm a, mine unless it's like an emotional investment I never try to use my personal experiences. I try to use here's, and that's here's what, the difference. That's and that's, and that's that the is difference. the issue because I mean so much is built and I understand that and going into psychology, um, I think that's why Which I, is all emotional. Which is all emotional. <laughs> which is all emotional. But I'm I never try to use my own experiences. I try to use my own experiences to relate, but like I never try to be like, oh well this is happening because oh I've had something similar to that. Let me let me use that as factual proof. 
Because I feel like that's always been my issue. Has been like, well, what can, what can you use to back it up, right? What you're saying something. What can you do to prove it to me? And well, I've had an experience. Well, many people have had. I blame the way you were raised. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and rightfully, here's so. the proof. That's what you want, though, because let's just take a little. Let's hold up a mirror. Yeah. Um, but that's not how a Realities. lot of people yeah. think. I, for one, see it as the emotional side of things. And maybe that makes me soft in my little soft girl era, but I'm all right with that. Yeah. I like that I take into account other people's feelings. I don't think I don't. I'm not saying you don't. I don't think, when I say factual based, I don't want people to misinterpret like Greg has no feelings. Like, I, I do think I take in other people's feelings. I think it's also like when you're arguing for something that can change things drastically. What can you prove? What can you show me that's going to benefit this situation? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I'm using a broad term because I'm not trying to get into another topic. No. But I'm trying to be like, this is how I, I feel like I do need to work on my healthier communication by not being so fact based, not being so, okay, is that pr- prove it to me? What can you prove? What can you give me facts by? <laughs> and I don't do that on everything, but like these certain areas where I hold stronger beliefs, I, I do. I do be like, okay, well, where's your where's your numbers? Where's this? Where's that? You want show me the statistics. It shows me the statistics, and that's <laughs> that's a and that and I'll be honest with you. First, right here live on the podcast, that is an awful way to handle any kind of argument, unless you're debating politically. I guess you know where you're two political candidates. You're like, I've lowered crime by fifty percent. Here's my chart. Then then yeah, like. Then you can use, then the statistics matter. But like in our conversations or a conversation with your fellow man, I don't think, or woman, I think, I don't think that's, um, that is an appropriate means of communication. No. But I do it and I know I do it and I don't, and in the moment I'm not thinking about it because that's just how I've communicated. That's, that's just how, how. Well, I think about it a little differently. And again, <clears throat> I do think of it as worldly experiences. When you and I had met, I was 20. Yeah. Yeah, I was 20. You were 20. And at that point, I had moved to different places. I had been in school that whole time. I was a live-in nanny. I was doing the damn thing. I was diversity central. Yeah, you... I mean, you went from, like, I've been to Virginia, heavily Indian populated... Well, no, I'm not talking about race, but no, I'm saying, like, culture-wise, culture. I've, yeah. I've been... That's not, that's not oh, not, no, 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 I know what you're saying, but you just jumped into, like, heavily Indian Well, I'm saying, like, I've been where, I, where you're from, I've been yeah. there, it's very it's heavily, heavily Indian. It's I know, a heavily Hindu, Muslim and population. When and you, when you go to, um, back in South Carolina... South Carolina, it's a Baptist, Southern Belt Baptist. Yeah, and then, like... Pennsylvania, and then we you, live in PA, you, where you had the Mormon family. We have a Mormon, family. so like I mean, Mormon you do have this. Like, I have a very culturally diverse background with different communication styles, and I've had to interact with different communities in different ways, and I I find communication fascinating. Um, but then I look at like our, your life situation at that point. You were a caregiver for your mother, and you lived at home. And you have one friend that you interacted with. And, I mean, granted, you did online stuff. In a very small, white in a suburban very, town. In a very small, white suburban town. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying by any means you're, like, nothing. I'm, I'm not going, racist. We're not going down that rabbit hole. I'm not, like, I don't, I, I understand diversity. I, I You understand like, diversity and culture, but you did not have much exposure yeah. to it. And your communication was very limited to your house. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like you learned your communication at home because you had been at home for years and years and years yeah. versus I had been out in the world doing Just, doing yeah. the damn thing. I mean, so, I'm, I'm literally that white guy who was like, well, I had one black friend. Like, you know what I mean? Shut up. <laughs> but, I'm, but that doesn't give me an inclined to be racist at all. I'm saying, I'm just saying like, for instance, off topic just a little bit here. Because we still got a half hour. So just off topic a little bit. Like I said, I come from a suburban white town. Very small. Meanwhile, I've never once to anybody of, of a different race or ethnicity or culture has ever, I think I've ever been unsym, uh, had no sympathy for whatsoever. I understand. Like I'm, I'm trying to learn more. I always try to open that door and I try to, um, 
understand my biases when communicating with people oh, of different yeah. cultures. My mother, on the other hand, is is not. I don't think she's racist. I wouldn't say she's you racist. Put it past her. Um, but here's my thing: she has. It's this. What I want to talk about is like the problem with today's world, especially the older white generation, is subtle racism, like study su- subtle stereotypes. Like, for instance, my mom was in the hospital one time, and she had a black nurse. And I now again, you're like, Greg, why does that matter for a nurse is black? It matters to the story because she said she said to the guy, she goes, "Hey, I've got a friend, and he's black too." And I'm just like, shut up. Like, I, do you think all black people know each other? But that's the thing. No, they don't. Because that's the thing. And I'm sitting there, and, and, and when I when I looked, I even brought it to her. I was like, why did you have to mention your friend was black? Like, because you said nothing to him that pertained to him besides the color of their skin matched. You never said, you just made like, hey, I got a black friend too. Like, and, and I've noticed that, like, hey, you, somebody goes to black, play basketball. What? What? Like, it's that subtle racism where you're not trying to be racist, but you've had these stereotypes that have been embedded in you mm-hmm. in, from a young age that you suddenly let them out. If, if I was on the opposite, if I was a black guy and somebody said, hey, I got a friend and he's black too, big, what the fuck do I care? Like, yeah. what does that have to do? Nobody goes, hey, yeah, I've got a friend and they're white too. Like, nobody says that. Yeah. That's... <sighs> We can get into that whole thing later. But I literally, the reason I laughed is because of what my dad said the other day when I was like, mom, I'm by a completely different thing. I was talking to my mom and she casually was like, why is it any different if your brother's gay and you're straight? And I said, I'm not straight. That's been a thing forever. My mom, like, I think she thought it was a joke, but it's not. Like I said, no, I'm bisexual. And my dad goes... Well, then why are you marrying a man? <laughs> I was like, that's why I was laughing. So I was like, run that back for it's me. That subtle, <laughs> like, it's a subtle, it, it's, instead of asking questions to understand more, the stereotype has been there. And now that's what they think. I think my dad was confusing bisexual and lesbian. Possibly. <laughs> I think that's what he was confusing. Possibly. But, I, but that's my point. Is Kevin's like, pretty with it. But, <laughs> but, but that's my point of being like, not understanding what you're responding to and not asking questions. Well, I think a lot of people, you know, oh my, like, I just had an epiphany here and I'm not trying to, like, seem smart or anything, but, like, we've had the discussion on transgender. I understand a little bit more now that we've had this conversation um, of being like, why can't you just ask? If you don't understand, why can't you just say, hey, I don't, I don't get it? Explain it to me. Because some people don't want to explain to them. Well, I'm not I'm saying you have to explain to them, but I like. No, for, I'm for, saying some people like I, personally, just personally. If I was transgender, I would not want to have to explain that to everybody. That would be exhausting. I know it would be, but like if I if we if we became friends and I didn't know you were transgender and I was talking to you and and you were like, oh, actually, like you would start telling me your story about transgender. And I'd be, like, oh, well, I, I don't I don't want to be insensitive here, but like. Could you explain to me, like, what I've, that means for I've you? people do that to me at work about infertility. Yeah. Seriously. Like, yeah. my friend, like, my coworker, Rachel, she'll ask me all the time, like, what does that mean, though? Like, I'll tell her all about all our little procedures, all about IVF, all about everything. And I, I like to teach, so I don't have an issue doing that. But if I had to do that to every person I well, met, I don't, I don't you know what I mean? I don't think you should have to do that to every person you met. But I'm saying, like, if somebody you know... What's the problem with being like, I just don't get it? Never. Had I think if it's on a personal one-on-one level, I yeah. think that's fine. If it's coming from a, res- a respectful side of it, like, I want to know more, Yeah. explain it to me. Because I've done that with, you know, people that I've, friends or dated, like, I want to understand your culture. Can you explain that to me? Yeah. Like, I want to know more. I think if you're coming from a genuine place, it's fine. But if you're just choosing to be disrespectful... Even though you know better, yeah, then you're just well. You're well I, yeah, no, I agree with that. But I'm saying my my whole thing was with effectively communicating and back to communication, being like, hey, like you seem like a good person, you seem cool. It is not your job to explain this situation that many people experience to the whole world. That is not your job. Your yeah. job is just to try to live your life. But as a friend or somebody who who thinks you're okay. Can you give me just a little insight? 
That way, you know, I, the next person I meet who may be in your same situation or similar to there, I am not as insensitive. I am not yeah, as I'm I not know. as ignorant on this situation. Absolutely. I think that's very important. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's all in the... Uh, approach. In the approach. Yeah. In the vibes. The vibes? Yeah, in the vibes. The vibes. Because well, um, if somebody came up to me and was like, so I heard you're infertile. <laughs> did they really? No, I'm oh. saying if somebody came up and said that to me... I'd be like, excuse me? Yeah. Like, there's people saying sensitive shit all the time. You oh, know well, they do. In, in this world, you have to have thick skin. Like, and that's shitty to say, but, like, in the reality, you sometimes you just really... Oh, well, it'll them. happen when you stop trying. Yeah, it, you have to have some thick skin because people are going to um, be upset with some of the things you have to say. I think that's very important... And and that I think this all I th- and again take from this what you will. It's, we've been a little bit over the place, yeah. um, but I think we've we've hit some really good key topics on good communication, and we've hit a lot of great topic, uh, great points on negative communication. I think, um, in terms of being like, hey, like it's okay, and this has been outside of the relationship aspect of being just like there. Sometimes, like I don't know, I. I go to work and I hear these women complain about their husbands all the time. You think I don't hear that? I oh, I know you all. do. I work with all women. <laughs> I know. And, and I'm just, in my head, I'm just like, well, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing with your life that, like, how did you guys get to 30, 40 years in marriage and you just can't stand the way the other person acts? Yeah. Like, oh, he doesn't do dishes. He doesn't do, you knew that when you married him. You knew this was how they, if you couldn't live with that. That's how I feel like people will give me wedding advice, like marriage advice, and they'll be like, go ahead and get separate rooms. So you'll end up that way anyways. I would never. I hope that never happens. I hope we never end up in separate rooms. Some people that works for them. Like, if you're on separate schedules, like, no, but like willingly not sleeping in the same room because I don't want to be near you. I'll pass on that one. Like... You're just roommates. Yeah. And that's what you try to avoid is the roommates. Well, yeah. The roommate, roommate stage. stage. But I think... Which we a, very much already had ours. We already had our roommate stage. Unintentionally. And it was our shift to work. We but I think, I think the important thing is... Is I you don't want to get to that point. No. I don't ever want to get to the point where we've been married for 30 years and I'm like... Ugh... He doesn't do anything. <laughs> like, he doesn't talk to our children. He doesn't talk to me. He just goes, like, he goes to work. He comes home and he hides in the basement. Da-da-da. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't help me. And I don't want you feeling that way about me. No. But so, it's also important, and I, I I don't like this, and there's very few women in relationships, and I'm, I can't, I can only speak about, like, straight relationships here, because that's my, my knowledge on them. Where the lack of, and I see it on TikTok a lot, so this is not like always just personal experience. This is from what I've seen. The the amount of level of like, my guy's doing this. Ugh. Like, oh, he's playing video games. Ugh. Not spending time with me. I'm like, if that's all he's doing, sure, that's a problem. But isn't it okay for him to do his own thing sometimes? Yeah, I never understood that side of TikTok. And maybe that's a common thing. And I'm not trying to sound like a little pick me here, but like... I don't have an issue if you went to go hang out with your friends. No, like, I think But you know what I'm talking about? Those videos where it's like, I'm dressed up as a guy and it's like, I'm going to guys night. Yeah. Like, no, I've never felt the need to go with you to those things. And maybe that's a trust issue thing for some people. Maybe that's like a, I don't want to be away from you because I love you so much. Maybe it's just a joke. I don't know. But I've never found that funny because I'm like... Go hang out with your friends. Like, go, I, like, go, go please be a person without me. I don't need, you don't, I never want it to be a codependent relationship. Yeah. I love you. I want to be with you. I want to be around you. I love being around you. You're my best friend. Yeah. But at the same time, go be your own person. Yeah. Because at some point, I'm not always going to be here. Yeah, you know you, what I mean? You, I mean, for instance, Maggie just went to see her family for two days. She, she was gone for three and I was at home by myself. Like, I missed her like crazy, but I was happy she got to spend that time with her family. Yeah. I was happy she got to do something that she doesn't get to do that often. No. So, for instance, like, 
my PlayStation is in our living room, and Maggie's like, play games. I don't care. Yeah. Like, but you know, it's not imp. It's I. The house gets clean. Laundry gets done. Like. Meals get cooked. Like things get accomplished. Our time. It's we, not like I was gone for three days and I came home and you were in the same spot in the middle of the living room yeah. playing your PlayStation. Like I came home and you had the house had been taken care of and like you had you know done grocery shopping and everything was just wonderful and in place. The cats were alive and happy. Like things got done while I was gone, but yet you still took time for yourself. Yeah, and that's where I think it's like don't. Because he's because somebody's not spending time with you doesn't mean that they don't want to spend time with you. Sometimes it's like, I just want to chill out and do my own thing for right now. Sometimes I like doing my own thing. I yeah. love doing my own thing. I like having alone time. It's it's a wonderful thing. I don't think it's I, I don't know why it seems such like a negative aspect in some people's lives. That their some people never learned how to play alone. Like like well, I was an only child, so I didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> um But I'm saying like you see that and it's like I would never date him. I see that one, like, what's a big red flag for a guy? If he plays video games, I'm like, that's a big red flag? That he plays video games? Do you watch TV shows? How many episodes of Schindler's List are you on? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's the same thing. You watching 25 episodes in a row of a TV show is no different than somebody gaming for two hours. Because games are like movies now, or TV shows. They're just interactive. So I just never got that aspect like that. Oh, maybe him cheating on other people isn't a that's that's a big red flag. But yeah, I never video really games, had a problem with you gaming. No, I I'm not saying think, you do. No, I'm just sitting here thinking about it. Like, never had an issue with that. I I don't know. I just think I don't get it. I don't get I don't get it, and that's that lack I think of communication. Just being like, you ever seen that video on TikTok where it was like the lady turned off her husband's Xbox and he got pissed. He's like, what are you doing? Like, screaming at her. She goes, you're always on that game. He's like, it's all I have. And it's like, I just wonder what's going on more there. There had to be something else going on in that like, situation. Like, was she the problem? Was he the problem? Well, I don't know. If I would have turned off your PlayStation and you screamed at me and said, that's all you have is your PlayStation, I would have been like, I'm going to head out. Because that's clearly all you have. But but my thing is, like, what did... Again, he could be 100% a fault. Mm-hmm. But did she have anything to play? Like, she's neglecting him. She doesn't want to spend time with him for the most part. She just doesn't want him to be happy at all. But you don't know. But you don't know. That's why I said. To it, be a fly on the wall. To be a fly on the wall. A hundred percent. But, um, where, where did this come from? <laughs> I don't know. I feel, you know what? As much as this this pot, this episode about communication, which I think we still could have a lot more time about. We hit our points, I feel like. We hit our points. I think we could still do another episode on communication um, in the long run. Maybe visit it down the road. I think. Um, Go ahead, sorry. But I'm very happy with how this episode turned out. I don't know. I just felt like it was very productive, very fun. It was loose. It was fun. I want to, like, circle back to these main points. Okay. I want to close with some main points here. Okay, we can. So, healthy communication. Yeah. Listen to your partner. Absolutely. Or listen to whoever you're talking to. This doesn't just have to be relationship-wise. Don't argue naked, unless that works for you. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you want to do, I mean, have at it. Um, I think just maintaining eye contact, being respectful, taking a moment to not say something you regret. Yeah. Ensure you're not yelling at your partner. You almost have to gentle parent your partner. Try to understand their side, but if they're not understanding yours... Yeah. Then there's no reason to It's continue. hard to have respectful communication when the other person is not being respectful yes. as well. That's the hard thing. You want to try to maintain calmness and peacefulness to not just protect your own peace, but to provide a productive argument. But if the other person is just like hitting you left and right with the insults, you got to just shut it down right there. And then there. you don't want to be respectful anymore. No, because you, feel you like just you've have just to shut it down right there. Dis- there's no point in disrupting your own peace, babe. Yeah. So... You know, just, like, being respectful, being, you know, calm voice, taking a moment if you need it, arguing effectively. It's okay to take time. Like, I need some time to think on this. Can we can we pick this up? Um, I don't know about the going to bed angry thing. I think, um... Did we even talk about that? I don't think no. I, they always say don't go to bed angry, and truthfully... I don't think we have gone to bed angry. I don't think we've gone to bed angry. But, but I, think I think sometimes I like to sleep stuff off. It's okay. I think that's it is okay to sleep it off. But I think it's you don't want to go to bed like gotta hit you. Like oh. I, no, you never want to go to bed like that. But I'm saying 
like I've gone to bed thinking about things and I wake up and I feel a little better and I'm like, okay, I feel like I can talk a little better about this situation now that I've got a clear head. I've gotten some rest. Um, as with like unhealthy communication, you know, you definitely don't want, don't be rude. Listen to the person that's talking to you. Don't cut them off. Don't attack somebody. Again, it's you and your partner against the problem, not you versus them. Um, just being respectful and listening, arguing an effective argument is just communication. It is just a simple conversation where you are just listening to the other person. It's active listening and responding. That's all it is. I think that's really all I have. Yeah. I just think it's, it's don't, and, and this goes for outside relationships. Don't label people. Don't be like, oh, you think this or you think this way. Okay, so you're in this whole box and now everything you say I'm going to I'm yeah. going to not listen to. I'm going to misconstrue and all this other stuff. I think that's a very big problem. Not only in relationships but in today's world. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, you good? I think, we're, I, think, I think we're good here. I think I'm all right. I think we're good. Anyways, thank you all for listening. We'll be back with another episode this, this time next week around. Um, and yeah, um, you can follow Maggie at, you want to put in your social medias, go ahead. Um, well, I mean, if you want to, I'm private on almost everything right now. Um, my Instagram's Margaret Floyd 13. Um, I mean, my Facebook, I'm just Maggie Floyd. (laughs) I mean, you don't have to plug anything you don't want people to follow. Oh no, you're fine. Um, my TikTok, I have been actually growing my, um, trying to conceive page and that is... TTC dot baby W dot W, I dot believe. W. Um, that's been growing nice and slow, but I absolutely love it. I'm not trying to gain this huge following on it. I just love being able to post content as this is such a prevalent community for mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I'm half gallon on Twitch, H L F G A L E N. Um, and we're on every social media platform at, um, the ready or not, um, from Twitter to Instagram to um, TikTok, and our YouTube is It Network because I'm, we're, we have I have a bunch of other stuff that I want to get in on there eventually and wrap everything up into one. Um, and we have a blog website that hopefully should be up and running within the next few months Mm -hmm. um we got to get that on the ball um and that will be at the ready or not.com t-h-e-k-n-o-t like not um so that's so ready or not i'm pretty sure but we spell not k-n-o-t so (laughs) i want to make sure i was like i started spelling it ready or not with a k (laughs) yeah ready or not with a k and i was like i was starting to spell it and then in my head i'm like why did i spell the last part (laughs) last part uh last part for first that was my big issue anyways thank you guys for listening hope to see you back next week um if not hope to see you back sometime and um thanks for listening thank you